This series is a story about Daniel. He struggled with anxiety and low self-worth. He lived with experiences he didn't understand or could share. That is, until he met me, Leslie. I helped Daniel make sense of his life and harness his power. Within a week, his whole life changed. This program shows what happened and what Daniel learned. Find out how you can do it too. Join Daniel and I as we share how to harness personal growth to transform your world. Welcome to Valuable Insight. To understand is to forgive, even oneself. Alexander Chase. Daniel, we're going to talk about a serious topic, forgiveness. Mm. You want to lead the way? I want to talk about forgiveness. What does forgiveness mean? And how can it affect you? Mm-hmm. Have you learned to forgive? Mm. Do you have something you need to forgive? <sighs> Do you have people in your life that really, really, really need forgiveness? Because mm. I know I do. Uh-oh. I have a deep root past. Yes. And forgiveness was everything for me to move forward. Oh, yeah, for for sure. Even though I hadn't done anything wrong, they had wronged me. Mm-hmm. But I still had to learn to forgive. I had to tell myself, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't my responsibility. Right. Forgiveness is a broad thing. Oh. You can wrong somebody and ask for forgiveness. But in a lot of cases, it's we need that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Have you done something wrong in your life where you're like, oh my goodness, I just, I need forgiveness. Yeah, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself in order to move forward, to have those serious talks with yourself. For that enlightenment, you need to have that forgiveness. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times in my life where I feel like I have done something wrong. Where I'm like, oh my goodness, like, what can I do? What can I do? Where I went to somebody and I said the wrong thing. Or what if? What can you do if somebody doesn't want to forgive you? You have to know that you did your best. You have to know that you did your best. At least you were the person that extended the forgiveness. Yeah. That's a big thing. To be able to extend the forgiveness to somebody, that's a big step in life. That's a, that's a mature thing to do. That would be like me smashing five of Leslie's windows and saying, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hmm. And she's like, I don't forgive you. Get on the plane and go the hell home. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going home. But at least I extended it. That would be like me not playing with your son for five minutes, and that really hurt his feelings. Mm -hmm. But I said, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. A child is more inclined not to forgive you because sometimes that feeling is deep for a child. But with an adult, if I came to Leslie, I'm like, gosh, you're just annoying me today, Leslie. Like, leave me alone. And I'm like, you know, that was wrong, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And adults are more like, you know, you're okay. Because we understand our emotions, we understand our feelings. Right. But when it gets more serious, such as somebody really doing you wrong, stealing money, being a part of a project that they never really even helped you on. Yes. That's hard to accept the forgiveness because you took your time and your energy to put towards that. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time forgiving people that really do me dirty. Uh Uh-oh. And when I say do me dirty, it's like my parents. Oh. (laughs) If my dad is to yell at me about something that is out of my control, I'm kind of like, why did you yell at me about that? Like... Of course I don't forgive you because you sound stupid. That's how I feel sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, you sound stupid when you yell at me. Mm. But what does forgiveness do for us, Leslie? Mm. How do you think it affects our thoughts and our 
motions going forward. Okay, well, I'll approach it from a couple of different ways. The first way that I've approached in the years of learning to develop emotional intelligence in my clients is to look at the component of forgiveness. Now, I'll tell you a very vibrant story. I had a falling out with a friend. Mm -hmm. It was temporary, but it was a falling out. And I was so angry at this friend because this friend took advantage of me. This friend was dishonest to me. Mm -hmm. This friend did everything wrong. Mm -hmm. And in my heart, I knew I had done my best and I didn't understand why I was being treated this way. And it really made me feel bad. And I was so, so, so angry. That's really what it was. And one day, my husband Frank made me a freshly juiced beet juice. Mm, that's like the, love. Like the color of this kind of beet juice. Beet. Normally beet juice is delicious. I drank the whole thing in less than a minute and I went to go lay down. Oh, that beet juice came right back up. Mm. And I ran to the bathroom and I'm lurching over the toilet. <laughs> vomiting. And all I can hear is, I'm so angry. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. And all of that was coming up was my anger. And I started crying and I said, please, God, in me, forgive me for this anger. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, please, God, forgive this person for hurting me. It was, please, God, forgive me for holding on to this and letting it make me sick. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I got it out, because he drank the same batch, he didn't get sick. Okay, so this wasn't like a food issue. He drank the same batch, he didn't get sick, it was me. I was so angry, I'm crying. And I know that this, this anger, this unforgiveness was hurting me. And it was a really clear lesson that if we don't forgive, it hurts ourselves. And it took me quite some time to get over that hurt. And so what ultimately changed the nature of our relationship was Okay, I started to imagine this person not getting hurt, not having bad fortune befall them, (laughs) not falling into a giant sinkhole and disappearing, (laughs) (laughs) losing all their money or all their hair. What I imagined then, it was like, how am I going to get this forgiveness from my heart? I started to imagine this person saying to me, I realize how important you are. Uh I realize like how much... You, you, I value you. I realize like the role you play in my life. And that's what I really wanted. It was like the golden rule. And in my mind, that's what I would want somebody to think of me if I made a mistake. Absolutely. I would want them, if I made a mistake and I didn't know it, I would want someone to imagine me coming to my senses and realizing that they hurt me uh-huh. and coming back and just not even saying I'm sorry, but just showing me the truth, showing me exactly what it is that I just wanted to feel was appreciated, loved, respected, valued. And so I started doing that. And I I did like a little activity with myself just a couple of times, two or three times where I really just sat down. Let's just imagine this person showing me their appreciation and stepping into that space out of the old space of like, she done doing me wrong. Uh He done done me wrong to you know what, like, you're one of the most important people in my life, and I kid you not, I got a letter from this person, and twice they said that, like, verbatim. So I really do believe that the power to change any relationship really truly comes from within us. Uh-huh. And in the legal sense, if we go into the second sense, is in there's tort law and then there's contract law. Tort law is, you know, fixing damages. 
the pain that you've caused someone, the suffering, the pecuniary, which is financial damage. And then in contract law, you're remedying, you're finding the balance in the scales. Absolutely. And the concept of law is to make the wrongs right. And even in criminal law, you're finding culpability. Where were you guilty? Mm. Right? And so in all these different areas, whether it's business or contracts or if it's tort law, like injury and damages or criminal law where you're hurting somebody, you're always looking for taking ownership. Each side has to take ownership of like what they've done to cause the pain and suffering. And I don't think that retribution, which many of our penal system and our government system is all about retribution doing the time, paying the price. It's really about righting the wrongs, restorative justice, trying mm-hmm. to find how do we help people who are stealing because they're hungry? How do we help people who are hurting because they're misunderstood? Mm. How do we change that? And that's really where the nature of the relationships between all of us begin to start to change. I agree. I agree 100%. I think a big thing with forgiveness for me is letting go of the hurt. Oh, yeah. Because I had a very strange, strained relationship with my mother. Well, you just told me earlier that she choked you when you were a child. Mm-hmm. My mama did a lot of things that should have never been done. Yeah. But my mom actually had an illness, and it took her down. She lost her ability to read, write, walk, talk, and everything. <laughs> and for once in my life, my mother was mute. So I was able to express to her exactly how I felt. So she had to listen to you. The whole time. A whole hour <laughs> and a half, I took her in her wheelchair down to the local little restaurant in England, in Cambridge, England, and I expressed how I felt. My mom cried. And I said, but you know what? Even though you didn't love me, I love you. And I said, we can repair this. And I said, I forgive you for all the things you've done wrong. And my biggest thing is, we're human. We're going to make mistakes. Yes. Yeah. We're also going to have mistakes done to us. Mm-hmm. People are going to wrong us. But if we don't learn to let go and forgive, we're holding ourselves back from our true potential. Right. Because I know for years I held on to that pain, that agony, that devastation, and also that disappointment. Mm-hmm. When you get hurt, we tend to be disappointed. We tend to be like, well, why me? Why did this happen to me? Of all people, I'm a great person. I help people. Mm -hmm. Well, that has nothing to do with you and helping people. That's great. You have to go back to the situation. Yeah. And you have to forgive the situation. And it is hard to swallow that pride and say, I forgive. You don't have to forget. You can just say, I forgive the situation. I forgive that I let it affect me for so long. Yeah. I forgive that that person was not in the correct headspace yeah. and did me wrong. Yeah. Because 99.9% of our pain comes from our childhood. Because as adults, we learn to navigate through things. Mm. We learn to move through it. But as children, we are so vulnerable. Yeah. And as children, that's the first time we're learning emotion. We're learning pain. We're learning disappointment. We're learning... Coping mechanisms. Coping mechanisms. We're learning so many things from those around us because that's what we're taught. Yeah. And as adults, that resurfaces. A situation happens. Say you're... My mother abused me and I was in an abusive marriage. I'll be honest. Things flashed back from a child to that time and space with my ex-husband. And I just didn't know what to do. I'm like, what do you do? Like, how do you move forward? 
And then I was like, you know, it's time to revisit my mom. And I said, mom, I forgive you. My ex-husband, I forgave him. It was hard. It was a lesson you have to learn. But in order for you to move forward, you have to forgive the wrongs that were done unto you. Right. Look at Jesus. He was nailed to a cross. He forgave. Well, he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm -hmm. and, it, it, and it ultimately speaks to metaphor in the sense that every error, every mistake stems from an error in logic. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this in some of our episodes about our thoughts and speaking to the universe is about you know, where where your thinking goes wrong, and then we act on that thinking. Mm -hmm. We push it out into the universe. We push it out into our relationships, our interactions, and we get them back. And forgiveness is just merely acknowledging, like you said before, some of our mistakes, some of our errors in logic, and start anew, start again. The word sin literally means to miss the mark. Yeah. And we're all sinners. What do you say about sinners and saints? Every saint had a past and every sinner has a future. Right. So we're looking at that and we're going, hey, the past is the past. If you can, make it right. And if there is no more opportunity, maybe maybe the person's gone. Maybe things have changed. Make it right in your mind. Make it right in your heart. Oh, let me tell you another story, which is kind of funny. Um, one day I had these neighbors I don't know. I just wasn't like feeling them. Uh -huh. I just was not feeling them. They're literally their daughter ran over me with a power wheel car. Like when I say ran over me, like took me off my feet. As an adult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm standing in the street and this like two year, two or three year old girl runs over me. And I'm like looking at the babysitter who's just looking at her phone. Ah, someone help me. I fell over. And I was just like, I'm not feeling these people. Mm -hmm. But the thing was, is like, they weren't mean. They were nice to my husband. They'd see him in the mall and say hi, but I'd be like walking behind the pole, hiding. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not feeling these vibes. But whose problem was that? It wasn't their problem, it was my problem. Mm -hmm. So this is what I did. So I started to think, I was like, I'm gone. Absolutely. Right? But I was coming at it with a wrong attitude. We've talked about attitudes before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I want these people to be happy. I want I want whatever the next best thing for them is. And I want this feeling that I love to go away. And I just want to start over. Mm -hmm. And so I kept imagining for a few days them in this state, like they're happy, they're moving to bigger, better things. You know, just something. Just I just didn't want to just think bad of these people. I, no good reason for besides the fact that daughter ran over me with the power wheel car. I mean, that, <laughs> would, that would get me too. <laughs> that would get me too. And through. the babysitter did nothing about it. I was like walking it off, like it's cool, it's cool. But see, deep down, I was like, let's see, you know, children ran over me. But I kept imagining, okay, they're they're on a bigger and better things, you know. Just put some goodness and light and love in the heart and project it towards them like a care bear, right? Mm -hmm. And I kid you not like not even like a couple of weeks after I did that there was a first sale sign in their yard and they sold their house in like record speed and they moved away wow. <laughs> and they moved away so I didn't have to go look out anymore at that that lady killer kid who ran over me but you projected I projected love towards them and I got over it 
And that's the big thing we talk about with forgiveness. It's being able to move past the situation, forgive, good vibes, healthy vibes. Healthy attitude. Healthy attitude. Because if you if you cannot forgive a situation, you're only holding yourself back. And I speak from experience. So I want to know, do you have something you need to forgive? Mm -hmm. Do you have someone you need to forgive? You need to forgive yourself. Do you need self-forgiveness? Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. We're curious to know, is there something that you are holding in that really needs to be forgiven? Let us know. And let us know how. Next time on Valuable Insight, there are some people who believe, well, if I have this education, if I do this, then I will finally. And most circumstances and most times it does not work out that way. Yes. I saw her eyebrows, they were over tweeds, and I knew immediately she was a pickle freak. <laughs> and I just didn't want to work with her. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be very honest. Do you think that you need to to meet certain criteria to make certain people like you.